The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. Welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba, Remax Metro East Side. And Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Right back at you. Yeah, we're here every Saturday from... Mm -hmm. 3 to 4 o'clock p.m. Bringing information um, two, on real estate. Excuse me, 2, two to two, 3, three. p.m. Thank you for bringing you information well, I'm glad you don't on real change. estate and finance. <laughs> and, well, because we're on Sundays. 3 to 4. 3 to 4 p.m. So, mm-hmm. Yes, and then we're always available on podcasts. That's right. Any time of the day or night you want to listen to our iTunes, smooth voices. Stitcher, about, yes. Alexa. Spotify. Spotify. Buzzsprout, yeah, you yeah. name it. Anyway. So I'm noticing that there is an item on the table in the studio that kind of matches your shirt today. Mm. Someone I'm, brought some uh, crack into the studio? Yeah, is pretty, that Pretty much, yeah. yes. I, I see Girl Scout cookies. I'm, I see that box, thin of mints. green box of Thin Mints. Yeah, you're, you're bringing me back to childhood. tonight to me. I, yeah, yeah, totally. Why is it yeah. in the studio? <laughs> yeah, the only thing thin around this about this room is, is that, those, box. that box. Is that box. So, so we got to be a big thank you to Mike Olden from American Reporting Company for bringing that in to us. Yes. So you're really, welcome. really appreciate yeah. that. Thanks for coming in again. We're you're happy welcome. to see you. I'm delighted to be here. Yep. Yeah. We are going to be talking credit and giving you information that you didn't know you needed and maybe contrary to what you thought was right. So Michael's going to be here to yeah. kind of fill us in on all of that. Always happy to yep. have it. Yep. Before we do that, though, what? need to talk about rates. And okay. what's going on in the markets here? We need here. to talk about rates. Yes, this has been actually we do. There's been a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, this has been one of the one of the weeks for the record book, mm-hmm. and and with you know your 401k, you know that's probably not going to make you too happy, uh, but mortgage rates should make you extremely happy because we yes. literally are at the point where they're the best we've seen in a generation, and we don't know how long this will last, uh, but. It's it's here now, and it's it's a good time to take advantage of it. So what's going on? Uh, the it's the, it's the coronavirus. I've talked about this in previous shows. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's manifested in the financial markets. It's caused tremendous amount of uncertainty. Supply chains, uh, especially with with China, you know, have been disrupted. Uh, that leads to the specter of a possible recession. Could be worldwide. Don't know if that'll affect us in the U.S. or not, but it's certainly affecting our markets. Uh, when bad news comes out, uh, interest rates tend to fall. We right. get what's called flight to safety investing. Investors will sell their stocks, mm-hmm. which we've definitely seen. Yes. They'll buy bonds. And then with bonds, that's what drives the mortgage market. It's supply and demand. So the more money flows into the bond market, the lower rates mm-hmm. go to a point. Yes. And I think we're at that point. Because of the nature of a, of a mortgage bond, a mortgage-backed security, they only go so low be- right. before they become unattractive. Uh, to investors that buy those types of securities. So so they're starting to look a little ugly. Right now, to, on the investor side, they're starting to look beautiful on the side of folks that are thinking about buying or refinancing. Yes. Um, next week, so let's work. catfishing the investors, <laughs> and it's a it, successful online experience it, for the buyers. It, it, pr- it pretty much is. So 
with with that said, I mean they're 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 unbelievably good right now. But earlier this week, the Federal Reserve did an emergency rate cut of a half a percent. If you believe that mortgage rates are going to fall immediately a half a percent because the Fed cut rates a half a percent, it's not how it works. Got some bad news for you. Yeah, it's not going to happen. No. So, the, and, and I'm going to spend the next two weeks fielding phone calls about that because people say, well, the Fed cut a half, so why is my rate not a half a percent lower? Exactly. Well, it's because it doesn't work that way. Uh, the Federal Reserve plays with what's called the federal funds rate. It's mm-hmm. a very short-term rate. It's an overnight borrowing rate that banks take advantage mm-hmm. of to settle their settle their books at yeah, the end of the, the day. Yeah, it's the ultimate monopoly yeah, money. You think about a bank, every bank, they every day, they don't know how much money is going to go out the door and how much money is going to come in the door with deposits. Mm-hmm. Right. And there's days where their bank account that they keep at the Fed runs an overdraft. Yeah. More money went out the door than came in the door. Well, they'll use federal funds to short-term borrow that money overnight till mm-hmm. they can settle some other things up and, and make up for mm-hmm. that difference. So Hence the f- FDIC? <laughs> well, that's of. part of it. FDIC is insurance. No, I know. So but if, I mean, it's like but the whole federal like involvement. Yeah, it, I mean, it does. Yeah, yeah ab- Absolutely. So, so what happens is when the Fed uh, adjusts the federal funds rate, they're making it less expensive for a bank to borrow on that, on that mm-hmm. type of a level. Now, certain types of loans will follow the Fed funds rate. Prime rate is a, is a perfect example. If you have a loan that's tied to prime rate, you probably will see a rate drop a half mm-hmm. a percent, but not a mortgage rate. They're not following that. Right. As a matter of fact, mortgage, mortgage rates can actually um, react opposite to a Fed cut yeah. because a Fed cut is a stimulus to the economy. It's like putting a little bit of gas on the fire. It's to kind of boost things. And if you listen mm-hmm. to uh, Jerome Powell's uh, comments about this recent half a percent cut this week, it's exactly why they did it, to stimulate the economy to kind of keep us moving along, even though we've got all this uncertainty going on with the coronavirus. Right. So, so a lot of times when the Fed cuts, we see mortgage rates actually rise. Haven't seen that, you know, at all so far this week. Mm-hmm. But we just don't know what the next couple of weeks will hold. So uh, I say that because if you're thinking about refinancing, if you're thinking about buying a home, you know, and you're trying to decide, do I lock in my rate or not lock in my rate? Um, well, let's find out what Jerome Powell's doing. You know, when's he going to refi? <laughs> I'd love to know that one. Uh, but, uh, you know, for, for you and me that don't have that information, it's it's a really good time right now. Right. And so um, I was well, talking Well, I know to, we're talking to a lot of people about it. I was talking to one of my clients about it. And he said, you know, he goes... I'm just going to lock in that uh, we're starting a, a refinance. And I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, he goes, um, pigs get fed, but hogs get slaughtered. <laughs> you know, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I think that's a Warren Buffett uh, uh, term, uh, but I'm just going to kind of lock it in and be happy with that and, and, yeah. uh, and, and settle for the best rates we've had. And about, I don't know, since the Eisenhower administration, you know, they're really, really good right now. So uh, anyway, here I've long winded explanation, but here's yes. where we're at. The national average. I'm used to that with you. I know. <laughs> Bless you. So the national average for a 30 year conventional fixed rate loan Three point one nine percent. That's crazy talk. Yep, and that's uh, the, amazing. The national average for a fifteen-year fixed rate two point nine one percent. FHA and VA thirty-year fixed rate loans mm-hmm. national average two point eight eight percent. Oh my gosh! Yeah, jumbo thirty-year awesome. fixed rates three point three percent. Jumbos. Jumbos. Okay, and we have a mutual client who I was just asking before we were on air about 
because I told them to talk to you about a refi because mm-hmm. they yeah. have a jumbo. And you mentioned to me that one spouse was like, well, I'm thinking about it. And I, because you said that, I texted the other spouse and he's like, question mark. <laughs> and I went, I think you need to talk to your wife. And <laughs> he's like, I will. <laughs> Oh, good. Because okay. he was the one that I told him about the right, great right. rates that were going on right yeah. now. And he's yeah. the one who's like kind of in charge of the money. So I'm like, yeah. get on well, it. I got I got <laughs> uh, We'll get back to you if we're interested. But yeah, oh no, it's, it's a good time. It's, a, it's a really so good time much. right now. I know how much their house costs. I know. Oh, I my know. gosh. Yeah. Okay. I, it, anyway. So in, in a, a jumbo loan, uh, just the definition. So if, if you're wondering about that in King, Pierce, Snohomish counties, any loan amount that's over $765,600 falls into the jumbo category. Which is a lot of loans out mm-hmm. here. It sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Especially so when Bellevue has an average sale price of $1.2 million. Yeah. And Seattle's pretty much right around that level. Right. You know, 761 or so, I think, is somewhere. Or 741, I think, is about where Seattle is at. Well, yeah. I mean, their average price is like in the 900. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they are. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, the, our timing is, is just it's extraordinary right now. It really yeah. is. Now, with that jump said, um, yeah, and with that said, you know, the early we need worm, that song, jump on. The early word gets the worm. Uh, mm-hmm. The industry right now, as you can imagine, we're getting inundated with um, with volume. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to start to push back. Oh my gosh, you're going to lose more hair by the end of the month. And yeah. uh, when we lock a rate, <laughs> we might have to lock it for 60 days instead of 30 days, just because mm-hmm. it's going to take a little longer. Yeah, know, to get, set get these ones through. So well, because the thing is, is purchases which is what i deal with mm-hmm. right take precedence they do so if you as long as you lock that rate in mm-hmm. you're golden yeah you're protected that's yeah. right as long and, as you do that and if you're buying so a don't home get all wishy-washy yeah if you're buying home your loan goes to the front of the line yes it know, does so you get you get done before that's like uh, having tsa pre-check done. sort of <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> Except you don't have to take your shoes. Oh, you don't have to I take don't your shoes it. off. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. except for when you go like tour homes. Well, but, you know, right. Hey. Well, most of our mortgages we don't have to take our shoes off either. Yeah. You know, we do. I we're, promise we're not to give you a pat down. how we underwrite, but you know, we're not looking at your feet. That's for sure. You know, that could come later. No pat downs. That's right. I had a client once. We were in my office, and they were like, "Boy, there's sure a lot of documents you know we need and things like that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's you know mm-hmm. the laws now." And as we're leaving my office in a lobby, we were doing a blood drive. No. So, so I said, so our next step is we're going to just send you over oh here. <laughs> like, oh, no. I really do need to give a pint of blood nice. <laughs> for this loan. Oh but uh, anyway, you're bleeding me dry. <laughs> no, that's so, hilarious. So, yeah, so it's it's good time. It really, really is. Mm-hmm. And we we um, will talk about affordability. That's such a, a an important buzzword. Yeah. I know we're going to go really deep into it next next week on yes, our show. We are. Just kind of what these rates impact those have on on the markets yes. and everything. But if you're if you're looking at the difference between now and a a year ago, we were at five percent a year ago. Yes, we were. And if you compared, uh, you know, let's say you've got a twenty five hundred dollar mortgage. Actually, payment. wasn't it just starting to adjust? Just a little starting bit? to dip down just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but it, but we had gone through many months. It was like like six or eight months all of way. all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the difference now a twenty five hundred dollar payment at five percent bought you four hundred sixty five thousand dollars. Now at three and a quarter, it buys you $574,000, almost $109,000 more yeah. buying power for the same monthly payment. Yeah, that's a tremendous benefit. That's why people. I say these, this is a generational thing. I yeah. mean, this is not something that comes up you know, very no. often. Um, no, and that's the thing is why we do this show is to make sure and get that information out because most people aren't talking about it like that. Mm-mm. That's right. And, and let's, you know, the thing that we haven't brought up in a while mm. is that. 
look at this benefit of what's going on right now, even though there was all the recession talk and everything else. And yes, we have some issues, but it's not impacting housing. Everyone mm-hmm. keeps thinking it's going to impact yeah. housing, and it's not. No, we're, it's, it's impacting in a positive way. Yeah, that's right. We're solid. And, you know, one of the best ways to get the best possible interest rate is to have the best possible credit score. Absolutely. When we come back, Mike Golden from American Reporting is going to tell us just how we can do that. So stay tuned. Uh, we got more Open House with Team Reba coming right up. with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And I'm Reba Haas from Team Reba. Thanks for joining us this Saturday. We, uh, in our previous uh, segment, we are talking about interest so rates welcoming. and house story. Well, I try to be friendly about it at least, yeah. Uh, somebody has to. In this room. So anyway, uh, but we have with us today Mike Olden. Mike has been a repeat guest on our show in the past, and we love to bring Mike on because uh, he can bring us up to date on things that are happening in the world of credit, which is so, so very important to not just the the rate you get on a loan, but mm-hmm. to lots of other things that affect you in your life. Insurance you know, policies, whether you insurance. can get a rental, auto insurance, job, jobs, yes. All of these things are Much super of your important. Life. And and maintaining yes. the, the best possible credit rating yeah, you can. Even, yeah, boat it's, loans even. Like, yeah, all, all of it. it. But a good credit rating, it's just going to make life easier. Yep. It's just going to make things simpler yes. you know, for you than they have to deal with. With, with other factors. Yes, so, I want to so. have a good credit score so I can order more Thin Mints. There. <laughs> That's right. They didn't check my credit when I ordered those. I was going to no. say, though, I would not be surprised if the Girl Scouts, with their selling skills, <laughs> might start doing, we have the Girl Scout credit card. Right. You can buy more of these <laughs> delicious, we'll give you only six seasonally available. You, well, especially because uh, they're only seasonally available. Right. Like, yes, hmm. we'll give you credit so you can buy as many you would like and put in your freezer yes I, I did buy those with my credit card this week and i was over in magnolia <laughs> no and they way. were selling I, them and they were said we take credit they're cards. taking square yeah. yeah well i would not i'm amazed that they haven't come up with a girl scout credit card oh my honestly gosh. you got a little girl scout with a little machine yeah, with yeah. A little exactly. reader. yeah. well it was her oh, mom but well, yeah sure. just plug yeah. it in. i have a square thing for my phone for the yacht club that's super easy oh uh, what a world we live in that's yeah. why other countries hate us so bad you know we're only in america could you buy girl scout cookies with a credit card <laughs> you know, that's a I, actually thing. i don't really think that's true but okay well. <laughs> <laughs> you can buy most anything elsewhere with credit cards uh I know you're just like not girls anyway, got cookies. But, well, yeah, they yeah. only they only sell them in the U.S., don't they? Well, I don't I'm not know. Sure. If they, I don't know if they you know. Do or I not. used to be a Girl Scout, but it's been ages ago. Yeah. I'll have to I ask imagine now. a long time. But I wonder if they sell them online. They do. Do they? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. gosh, well, they made crack available online. That's last horrible. year, I, I got should... a video from uh-huh. a Girl Scout, you know, to sell her cookies. She bomb bombed you. She bomb bombed me. Yeah. Oh, it was, that's it was hilarious. really cute. It was super cute. Oh, I'm sure it was adorable yeah, it was, and it was just really like fun. primed the pump for you to be like, all right, right. here's my wallet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, we're going that way for safety in a lot of the yeah. you know, places too, so which is a good thing. But back to credit. Yes. So Mike, Mike Olden from American Reporting Company, tell us about yourself. 
Well, th- first, thanks for inviting me again. I'm <laughs> yes, delighted to be back welcome. here. I think this is the fourth or fifth time mm-hmm. I've been here. I always, yeah. I always enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, the thing is, is it's always changing, so we need to have you back on here. It, mm. it does, it does change. And as as Eric mentioned, I work for American Reporting Company, uh, locally mm-hmm. owned, privately owned here. Uh, serve the mortgage banking industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we help our clients save a lot of time, mm-hmm. help them become more profitable, and and hopefully. We're helping uh, the, the borrowers and, and the mm-hmm. buyers yeah. uh, not just become successful home buyers, but successful home owners. Yes. So if they're successful homeowners, Reba, how does that benefit you? If they're successful homeowners, uh, a lot of different ways. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully, repeat and referral. Well, business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they're well, if they're a successful homeowner, they're going to stay in that home for a period of time, and right. that, and I'm happy about that. But yes, if they are successful. They're going to be pleased. They're going to talk to their friends and family and hopefully refer them our direction. Absolutely. Exactly. And we, you know, that's a big reason why Eric and I do all the classes, which we didn't mention even in first segment. It's mm-hmm. like we have another one of our classes coming up. Just in case you want to stop by, because sure. I know you always offer. Yeah. We are doing one on June 13th down at the Renton Chamber offices again. Um, from 10 to 3. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing is, like, when we're sitting in that classroom and we're talking about the credit scoring, it's all about the, you know, how do we set you up for success so you can be in this house for the amount of time that you want to be, and then you're learning. In fact, those were the responses that we got on our evaluations on our recent class was many of them said this was like a life-building class, mm-hmm. and I would recommend people to this because it was way more than just about housing. And, I mean, we, sp- we spoke frequently about all the things that you share on our show. And, in fact, that's one of the follow-ups we have for them. In fact, I'm excited about having you on again so recently after a class because I'm going to package this podcast with one of, you know, or actually all the other ones and just send them off and be like, learn. Here's more information. Like, you heard it from us too, mm-hmm. but, like, hear it from the horse's mouth direct you know, from the company that handles this all the time, like we want you to be as deeply embedded in the information as possible, and and you put it together very simply for people to understand. Well, appreciate that, and and, and I agree. It's uh, we've got as professionals, we have an opportunity to inform, educate, and encourage, and if yeah. we can do that, uh, that's that's really a, a terrific opportunity yeah. for us uh, there. I agree with you. I Excellent. I love it. Well, yeah. Mike, so so tell us, let's. To start with some basics for folks so they can sort of understand. Um, yeah, if they haven't heard you on the show um, before. Sure. You know, first off, when, when uh, Reba and I teach a first-time buyer class, we talk about the difference between a FICO score and a Vantage score. And people mm-hmm. go online and they've got the, you know, freecredit.com or freethis.com or freethat.com. And, and that most of those, you know, types of, of marketing things are for not a FICO score, which is from the Fair Isaac Corporation, but a Vantage score. Correct. Can you kind of explain what the differences are between those two? Yes, and and you're correct. Uh, not all credit scores are the same. And if we if we used an analogy, uh, we use products every day: Kleenex, Band Aid, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Q-tip. Those are products. We know them mm-hmm. immediately by their brand name, mm-hmm. and we just interchange the generic term with the brand name. We don't want to do that with credit scores mm-hmm. because they're not all alike. In our industry, the real estate and mortgage finance mm-hmm. industry, we use FICO scores. Mm-hmm. 
other industries, uh, lenders, uh, use Vantage scores. Vantage scores are owned collectively by the three main credit bureaus, TransUnion, Equifax, Experian. Mm -hmm. They developed those about 12 years ago for all intents and purposes as a competitor to FICO scores. Mm -hmm. Now, they haven't broken into our industry yet, although there are some doors opening for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But we do want to be cognizant as consumers that whenever we apply for credit, whenever we receive a credit score, we read the fine print that says what that score model is, uh, what the score range is. You mentioned the annualcreditreport.com. That's mm-hmm. the official free site where mm-hmm. each of us as a consumer can view our personal credit report once in any 12-month period. For I, free. For free. Mm-hmm. I, I always, Legally mandated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's part of, part of the, the FACT Act and you know, mm-hmm. under the Federal Trade Commission and so forth. Uh, I always encourage consumers to do that. It doesn't come with scores. If mm-hmm. you want scores, you have to purchase them. And typically, two of the three mm-hmm. uh, are going TransUnion and Experian are going to be Vantage scores. The Equifax will deliver a FICO score. Mm-hmm. And Eric, when you pull a credit report on one of Reba's buyers. Mm-hmm. They're seeing FICO scores. Correct, yeah. And there's a lot of similarities, but they're still different, and we want to always remember that they are different. And even if, depending on the type of loan you're trying to take out, if you're taking out a mortgage, you know, all mortgage lenders are pulling a FICO score, but there's different types of FICO scores, correct? There are, yeah. FICO probably, uh, under their umbrella, maybe. 20 plus different credit scores. There's a mortgage credit score. There's uh, FICO scores for insurance, for automobile lending, credit card lending, and so forth. Uh, And now, just recently, you may have seen uh, come across the wire, uh, the new FICO 10 score is in development. Mm -hmm. Uh, If we put it in context, in our industry, we're still using versions 2, 4, and 5 mm-hmm. in the mortgage banking industry. But the same base FICO score is still the same, 300 on the low end, 850 on the high end, higher the score, lower the risk, lower the risk, lower the interest rate, mm-hmm. lower the interest rate, you can sell them more house. Yes, right. exactly. That's right. Can you explain to our listeners, though, why they have all those wide range of scoring systems? Well, Just the, so they get it. I mean, they're like, okay, great, they have them, but why? Well, they, they constantly keep developing their score models. Uh, they, for they, specific industries, for sometimes certain it's, parameters? Sometimes or? it's for specific industries. Sometimes it's even globally, around the world, they develop different score models for different uh, countries and so forth. Uh, but in... Since we're talking about the home buying mm-hmm. process in the mortgage industry, we're still using older versions 2, 4, and 5 because that's what Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the largest purchasers of mortgages, have mandated. Okay, and, but you're saying 2, accepted. 4, and 5. For me on the side who's not the lender, what are those? Like why, why does it matter it's 2, 4, and 5? Are they using all three of them at one time or are they – They are using all three of oh, them okay. at one time. Okay. So – uh, Experian still uses version 2. Oh, okay. TransUnion version 4. 
Equifax version five. Which is why you probably have all the different scoring between them all. That's, that that's, w- that's one of the reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one of the reasons. But what's most important, what we want the listeners to remember is the base FICO score, 300 mm-hmm. to 850, is used across the board. Right. Even up to their more recent versions okay. on there. So that's what, we, we, and if we can simplify it, we just want to remember, make your payments on time, mm-hmm. keep your unsecured debt as low as possible, mm-hmm. uh, and when they start working with you, uh, Reba and Eric, no new inquiries. Yeah. You don't want to see them drive up in your new, in their new car when you're... Or don't go out and buy a whole bunch of you know stuff on the card you already have, too, because exactly. that's going to impact. I actually had that moment recently where a client, I was picking up staging at her place, and we were talking, and she's in the middle of purchasing new construction, and she let slip out that they had just, you know, decided kind of impulse purchase. Like they bought a bunch of like a very expensive new dining table and chairs and some furniture. And I just looked at her kind of horrified. And <laughs> my my assistant, Rachel, was with me and she saw me just make this face. And I went, oh, my God, like, did you put that on credit? <laughs> <laughs> Good. And, You're and, well trained. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And, and she immediately was like, oh, oh, well, no. And I was like, OK, wait a minute. Hold on. All right. I'm like, OK, we don't close till May. It's okay. We'll be fine because you're going to get that paid off as soon as we have the closing on this one, right? Because we were closing that Friday. I was like, okay, we're going to get that paid. You're going to get through one payment cycle and we'll be fine. Okay, okay, we're good. We're good. <laughs> but she did send me in a small panic. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, we got to take a quick break here. When we come back, I've got a bunch of questions for Mike about credit and how you can get the best possible FICO score for yourself. So stay tuned. we got more Open House with Team Reba uh, coming right back at you. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1580. The answer. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hassa, Team Reba, REMAX Metro East Side. And Eric Austin is here from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage. And we've got Mike Olden here from American Reporting Company. Thanks again for joining us, Oh, Mike. you're welcome. It's my pleasure. Oh, mm-hmm. Always happy to have you on. So before the break, we're giving kind of a breakout to talk about the different types of FICO scores. There's, there's some alternative FICO scores out there as well that I've seen a bunch of TV ads for recently. Mm-hmm. Can sure. you talk yeah, to that? Yeah, you're probably talking about the Experian Boost product. Right. And, and that that goes back about a year. I think we saw ads in, at the Super Bowl right. and March Madness talking about this. And and it's, it's primarily designed for consumers that have little or no traditional credit, what we would call traditional credit. Credit cards, department stores, uh, auto loans, student loans, mm-hmm. those type of, of, of accounts that we call traditional credit as opposed to what we call non-traditional credit, things like utilities, right. uh, cell phone, mm-hmm. insurance, those type of items uh, which, we, which are non-traditional. Okay. Things that have a monthly payment but don't show up on a credit report. Exactly. They okay. don't show up on the credit report because they don't show up on the credit report. They don't affect our credit scores. Mm-hmm. But Experian Boost uh, is designed for those consumers, and it involves utilities and telecommunications, so cell phones, and it is self-permissioned by the consumer. So the consumer gives permission to Experian and their data aggregation partners Mm -hmm. to go out, gather that information, 
and then it will either boost the existing credit score mm-hmm. or maybe help generate a score. Mm-hmm. The only problem is it's not uh, affecting the credit scores used in the mortgage industry. Mm. So for your clients, they're not going to get that boost, that benefit of those particular products right now. However, it is used on other FICO score models such as FICO version 8, FICO version 9. It could help them when they're applying for credit cards or auto loans, mm-hmm. uh, which so are this more... this is maybe better for someone who's kind of starting out. Maybe they've I, recently moved to this state sure. and or they've graduated high school and are trying to build some of these things. Like exactly. It's a greater long-term, long-term. situation, but not... Because like when we teach our classes and we're talking about, hey, you can do a consult and maybe get some advice about a certain number of things that can help do a rapid rescore and boost. You know, that's a different kind of that's FICO boost. a different boost. kind of boost. But this is definitely more – because I think we had somebody arguing with us about this, about like whether or not it was a, a good thing to have. It's like, well, it's great if you are trying to create that world, you know, but if it's – yeah, if I, if I have somebody who's trying to buy a house right now, no, that's not going to be the thing we're going to do. No, if somebody, let's say somebody is just below one of those benchmark pricing uh, levels uh, of 680 and they're at, at 675 and they add some of these boost accounts on, that's not going to help their mortgage FICO score. Right. Uh, so you're, you're, you're correct, Reba. It's, it's better for long term. It's terrific for people just getting in to the credit world or maybe mm-hmm. somebody who had some problems in the past and, and they're reestablishing rebuild. credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have somebody right now in mind who would probably be a good yeah. good person for yeah. that. So I think it's a, I think it's a terrific program. It's just not applicable to the the mortgage real estate finance gotcha. FICO scores. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about some things uh, that the, the typical consumer can do to get the best possible credit score. Sure. You touched on a couple one in in the previous se- segment. But in my mind, of course, number one is pay your bills on time. Pay your bills on time each mm-hmm. month. And for scoring purposes, that means you're never making a payment more than 30 days past the due date. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's number one. That's 35% of what determines our FICO scores. Mm-hmm. Number two, uh, balances on accounts. And, and really, in particular, credit card accounts. Right. Visa, MasterCard, Amex, department stores. The reason those are so important, this is a question I ask at first-time homebuyer classes, what's unique about those accounts? The answer we're looking for is it's unsecured debt. Mm-hmm. And a FICO score, probably almost all credit scores, are measuring risk into the future. Yep. You're pulling a credit report, taking a snapshot in time based on what it sees. Mm-hmm. What's the future risk? Somebody who has a lot of unsecured debt mm-hmm just by nature, is going to be a higher risk than somebody with a low amount of unsecured debt, even if they're both making their payments perfectly on Mm -hmm. time every month. Right. Right. So I have a question for you because I have this come up fairly frequently, and I also do some of this myself because I've been actually talking to Eric about the idea of doing a refi on one of my rental properties. And in my business, I have a credit card that has a pretty decently sized limit on it, and we run a lot of my business expenses through this card, right? So it's constantly mm-hmm. revolving through ten to fifteen thousand dollars worth of expenses every month, and then we pay it off every month. And I know that for me, I need to probably adjust. Like if I'm going to go through some of these refis, or I might want to get involved. There's another um, 
investment property I'm considering at the moment. So I'm like, okay, I want to be thoughtful about what I'm about to do here. If I were to adjust and say, if I'm already paying all those bills every month anyway, by paying off the card, I'm just using that to get points right now. So, okay, maybe what I do is for a short period of time transition and have my debit card pay those things. That way my credit card balance stays super, super low, right? Like that's that's a strategy that a I as a self-employed mm-hmm. person yeah. can employ to make sure that I'm working that out correctly. Exactly. And even though that card and, and, and many individuals who are self-employed, mm-hmm. uh, they have credit cards for and it helps operate their business or mm-hmm. they're getting points. Uh, but because they've they've signed for that card, it's probably mm-hmm. showing up on their personal credit report. Oh yeah, that's, so yeah, when definitely. Eric pulls it, it's going to see it on there, and mm-hmm. it might have a a fifteen, thirty, fifty thousand dollar balance. And yes, the business pays it off, or it's a business expense. Mm-hmm. But at the time he pulls the credit report, it's probably going to drop that. Score. Well, and I've seen it do that because I'll go check that score because I did. I got that as a personal card, and then just started using it for business. It's, it's dedicated only to business, and I'll go and check because that particular lent or bank lets me check my score every time. You know, mm-hmm. if for free, right? So I'll check it different times mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. month to sure. see, and I'm like, yep, as that oh, balance yeah. starts It'll creeping up, around. because I do know, like the beginning of the month. I have several of our bill pays that ding, 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 ding. Mm-hmm. Like they get all in there and it suddenly goes from nothing to like nine grand in three days. Right. And, right. and so I'll see easily a 60 point credit difference. Mm-hmm. That'll in happen. Those. Yeah. Okay, Mike. So number one, pay bills on time. Number two, keep your balances no more than 25% of the credit limit on revolving type accounts. Correct. What's number three? I would say, especially when consumers start working with you, with a Mm -hmm. realtor and a lender, barring emergency, no more new inquiries other than that mortgage loan inquiry. Because Eric, I'll ask you as the lender, are there ever occasions where you need to re-pull credit prior to closing? There absolutely are. Yeah. And and what's your Mm -hmm. underwriter looking for? Well, they're looking for new debt because that could affect our debt-to-income ratio. And most lenders now are doing at the very end of a transaction what we're calling a soft pull. Exactly. We're checking for that sort of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's important. The other item I think is really important that people forget about is don't close any of your existing accounts. Okay. uh, Because... In doing so, you could affect one of the five key factors that determines a FICO score. Uh, You could affect the overall length of credit history. You could also affect the overall proportion of balance to credit limit. Those are two of the five key factors. Mm -hmm. So there may be financial reasons to close an account. Mm -hmm. It's got a high annual fee. Uh, a high interest rate, and you may want to transfer over to a 0% interest rate for a mm-hmm. short term or whatever mm-hmm. the reason, but always consult with your lender first. Is right. this going to be in my best interest while I'm purchasing this mm-hmm. home? Right. The same if they had collections or something. Defer to the lender. Defer to the lender's underwriter for direction before you make any moves right. that we, may affect I, Yeah, I love not. hearing you say that, Mike, because there's so many times that I try and convey to the people that we talk to regularly that they need to be very trusting of the person that they're working with and really lean in on their experience and Mm -hmm. make sure that they're working with someone who's super experienced and ask those kinds of questions. Because I I think a lot of times people, when they start talking about their money, they they get very inward. You know, they kind of turn inward Mm -hmm. and they get nervous and... 
people are always worried about judgment and all these other things. But when you have someone really excellent in your corner and you're, I mean, you have to be thinking about the same professionals. I, we always try and be trusted advisors. And who else do you have like that? Well, you have attorneys who are like that. You have CPAs who are like that. And you really need to find the kind of people that are the quality service providers that you can feel 100% confident and be like, you know what? Cause, cause I'll think, or they'll go look at something on the internet. And most of that stuff is horribly wrong. <laughs> Often, yeah. Oftentimes yeah. it is. And they get like, or they'll go ask their parents who like the last time they got a mortgage was 20 years ago. And it's like, no, that what they, what they think they know is right. totally not the same. I've heard it so many times. Oh, we're just pay everything off, close everything down. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 Talk to the people who are in it every day. Yeah, the people Uh, in it every day, not your neighbor. Yeah, because for all of us, this is our profession. Mm -hmm. And we all have our staff members, and this is their profession. Mm -hmm. And and it's important that, you know, as professionals, we're dispassionate about this. It's to help them succeed. Right. uh, Whereas somebody else may have a different motivation uh, for for what they're disseminating out to the consumer. So as we're running down our list, pay on time. Don't let your balance get more than 25% of the credit limit. Avoid new inquiries. Don't close accounts. What about opening new accounts? Uh, I, don't do that that's, either. That's tied to the inquiries. Yeah. Don't, don't gotcha. do that. Sometimes an emergency comes up. There's a medical emergency. A car breaks down. You have no choice. But barring emergency, mm-hmm. hands off the new inquiries. Don't get the discount at the department store. Don't get the miles on the airplane right. or the souvenir at the right. ballpark. Well, yeah. yes, ab- absolutely. I explain to people, you know, they, they take advantage of, oh, get 0% interest for six months or whatever. And if you take advantage of that right when you're trying to buy a home, it's a double whammy, right? You've got an inquiry, you've got a new credit, and now you've got a new balance that's at a very high percentage of the credit limit. That's going to pummel your score. Wait till Reba gives them yeah. the keys. Get then the, they can go get crazy. The house first. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you can move on and yeah. try to take advantage of those sorts of things. Exactly. Say it all the time. <laughs> That's right. Well, we have to pay a couple bills. Yeah. You look like you're get about ready to say something. No, That's right. No, no. That's right. So we're going to be right back. We have more with Mike Olden from American Reporting Company talking about some other tidbits that are going to be useful to you and your life. Stay tuned. Open House with Team Reba on AM 1590. The answer. Back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back, Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes from Homebridge Financial Home Mortgage, and I'm Reba Hess from Team Reba. And we have Mike Olden here with us from American Reporting Company. And yes, yes, yes. Thank you once again, Mike. You're welcome. You know, thank you. I got to thank you. every time I see you. I, Mike, uh, uh, several years ago was I think you were at a garage sale or something. And found a pair of wooden Norwegian cross-country skis. Oh, for skis. heaven's sake. Do we really have to bring this up every we time? Do. It was actually at the Fremont Sunday Market. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Well, they're not just regular wooden cross-country I skis. Know. They're Osnes skis. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You mention they're it so every cool. time he's on the show. Oh, I look at it every day. I've got well, it up in so, my As office. a fellow Norwegian, we have to uh, I, we have to look for those type of things. That's right. I well, know. I'm going to talk. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Hey, Mike, we're, we're talking about credit. And one of the things that I, I think is one of the coolest things that, that your company provides, at least for me and, and, and my clients, is what's called a rapid rescore. Right. Where we have somebody, let's say the, the REBA example that you mm-hmm. use a, an account for business, the balances go up and you pay them off. Yep. What if the day that we pull credit, the balance is up, mm-hmm. hurts your score? Well, we can do what's called a rapid rescore. 
And tell us tell us about that, Mike. Sure. The Rescore product was 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 begun offered by the bureaus about 20 years ago. So we've had mm-hmm. that product for about 20 years, and it's based on creditor documentation. So uh, uh, if if a if a consumer had a credit reporting error uh, or something that wasn't correct on their credit report, uh, the bureaus will take that documentation and expedite the reporting. Because typically, when something's corrected, uh, you'll get a letter from the creditor that'll say, Dear Mike, uh, we have made the, the following corrections to your account. Please allow 60 to 90 days for this to be reflected. Mm-hmm. Now, is that going to fit in with your timeline? Not Never. at all. No. So what they've done, they offer this tool to lenders, and the lender must pay it. The borrower doesn't pay for mm-hmm. this this tool, they will expedite that into two to four days. So that is really terrific in our industry when we have to move that. Uh, so reporting errors is one major area. And also if a consumer pays down some credit card balances, mm-hmm. it's another uh, uh, ideal candidate for a rescore. Mm-hmm. And ARC, we do a lot of these. We've been doing them for 20 years. Uh, we review the documentation, we review the file with our staff for our client to give them some direction mm-hmm. here on on how they can better educate their borrower. Oh, I uh, so in, love this in, in this yeah. type of a situation yeah. there. And it's it's not a it's not a be all to end all, but it is a great tool mm-hmm. to yeah. help uh, consumers. Uh, in that loan process so they can mm-hmm. optimize their credit scores. And the one thing I really want to make a distinction, this is not cr- credit repair companies, mm-hmm. and we all have no, seen yeah. those no. out there. And we really want to encourage the listeners to stay away from a lot of those companies. All you have to do is go to the Federal Trade Commission website, type in credit repair, and you see a laundry list of all these complaints. Yeah. Mm, I have stories. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that's another that's another session mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Uh, this product, the Rescore product, was developed, it's monitored by the bureaus, and it's based on documentation and verification directly from the mm-hmm. creditor. Right. And it's a permanent change to the consumer's file, and really it's taking what's already happened and just expediting it mm-hmm. to fit into our process. Well, right. and, to, and to speak to that, because you mentioned this before we went into the segment and on our break, you know, reminding the listeners that if you are needing to do something like this during a transaction period, it's super key that it is this fast because here's the deal. When you write a contract, you go into mutual acceptance, you already have a predefined closing date. And that seller is not obligated to give you extensions. If you get to the closing and you can't close on time, let's say somebody else came in behind you and had a backup offer on that property. If that has better terms, that seller has Mm -hmm. every right to say, Mm -hmm. so sorry, because it's not Mm -hmm. that you're not qualifying it's just you're not able to perform on time. That's right. And that's a different story. And you can't use your financing then to get out of the deal to get your earnest money back. Now, I'm not an attorney, but that's typically going to be the situation. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be crying in your milk, you know, if that happens to you. So it's it's great to have a tool that is useful in this, in this way. I know over the 17 years that Eric and I have worked together, 
you've done it numerous mm, times for clients times. to their benefit That's right. and it's it's a it's a great program it's it's a fantastic program and i will say it's something that not every lender offers so yeah. no you know, not do. every lender does no. but homebridge does yes we sure and, do and uh, and we thank them for it yeah yes. and, and they're, yeah. They're, they're great business partners and i think if if your listeners if they truly need um you know real in-depth help it's much better to go to hud's website find a hud certified counselor go to the national foundation for credit counseling mm-hmm. go to the federal mm-hmm. trade commission mm-hmm. those are definitive sources nonprofits that are uh, that, that really can help consumers a lot of these other help. consumer a lot of these other uh, companies uh, they'll take they'll take the consumer's money and they're mm-hmm. right back to square one. Right, right, yeah. and that happens so many times. All they're doing yeah. is just taking advantage of people. It's predatory in many cases. It, it Those is very credit repair very things they are. So let's let's move on to security, Mike. Sure. Um, yeah. So with identity theft and hacking and all this stuff going on, you know, if if you get noticed from a, some company, oh, our servers are down. You know, that's code in industry that they've been hacked nine times out of ten. Oftentimes. Yeah. And and so your your data is, is so important to be kept secure. So what are some, some steps that a consumer can take uh, to, to make sure their credit is, is safe? Well, there's really twofold today. One is, uh, t- two are preventative. One is reactive. And let's talk about the preventative measures mm-hmm. first. As consumers, we can put a credit freeze or a credit lock on our credit files at the three main credit bureaus. And that's consumer initiated. Uh, and I think a lot of people are doing that because there have been so many breaches over the last few years, including myself, mm. uh, went through that. Mm. Um, for, for all intents and purposes, those two products achieve the same thing. Uh, it prevents unauthorized third parties from viewing our credit until we give them permission. Mm -hmm. And we do that by lifting the freeze or unlocking the file. Mm -hmm. But we want to remember, we were talking during the break, one of the most important things during the the home buying process is to avoid delays. Mm -hmm. And we want to remember if we have a credit freeze on our file and we want to lift that, it takes up to 72 hours for the freeze to be lifted. So if somebody... Mm comes into Eric's office to apply for a loan, he pulls the credit report, and they only lifted the freeze that morning, mm-hmm. chances are he's not going to yeah. be able to see the credit. Whereas a lock, you can have an app on your phone, walk into Eric's office and just swipe the button. Okay, it's so that's the difference. Right there. Yeah. That's the major So literally, difference. it is you have to unfreeze it, it has to melt. It has to over melt. Time. Over time. It's melting time. over Ooh, time. Yeah. Wow. And then it's the a good lock analogy. is just a quick key. And it takes Got three it. days to melt Because I was like, that. what in the world? Like, why yeah. are those two different things? Yeah. So, and, and but why would you choose one over the other? The freeze is complementary at all three bureaus 100% Got of the it. time. Okay. Free. The, it's the free it's in the freeze. It's the free in freeze. Got it. A lock is free at TransUnion and Equifax at Experian there is a monthly fee for that. How interesting, considering they had one of the biggest hacks. That's interesting yeah, to me. So <laughs> okay. Mike's opinion is peer hmm. pressure at some point will force their mm-hmm. hand. They'll yeah. probably yeah. all be free. But as free. long as they can make money but on it, they will. we do want, we, again, what we're talking about, don't co-mingle different types of credit scores. Don't co-mingle freeze and lock. 
They mm-hmm. achieve the same result, but they mm-hmm. are different products. Got it. The freeze is complimentary. It's free all the time, mm-hmm. but it takes three days, up to three days, to, to lift the freeze. Mm-hmm. The lock, there's a, fee, there's a fee at one bureau, Experian, but you can unlock it in real time. It's needed, yeah. Right. The other security aspect, and hopefully none of your listeners have to do this, is placing a fraud alert on their mm-hmm. file because mm-hmm. they have been compromised. The right. good news is there that is free all the time and you only need to contact one bureau and by law they must contact the other two good to know well super valuable information as usual mike we really appreciate you having on on the show hope we have you on again sometime absolutely anytime well thank you all listeners for joining us today in another episode of open house of team reba's in the books so have a great weekend everyone thank you for listening to open house with team reba to contact us, visit Team Reba at Remax Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Saturday afternoon at 2 for more Open House with Team Reba here on AM 1590. The answer. The preceding program was sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro Eastside and Eric Osnes of Homebridge Financial Services.